Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. And once again in the bizarro world, doing a bizarro world edition of the show. What's going on, Matt? How are you? Are you staying safe? Hi, Mark. I'm doing doing well. Um, yeah, staying safe. Um, you know, we're in the middle of quarantine time, yep. and um, it's it's very serious for some people, and uh, especially those that have a frontline job. So it's real important to we're we're all kind of trying to um, pull together. I think what I like about this time period is that um, it gives us more time for reflection. Uh, I think Definitely. it gives us more time to pull together as a community and uh, reach out and meet needs of those people that are, are hurting. And then also, you know, hopefully this builds unity for us as a nation as we pull together to defeat the seriousness of, you know, a virus that has, we don't quite yet have a handle on it. And it um, seems like numbers are climbing, but there are good, good uh, I, I want to say drugs in the works. or Right, there, or, there are, yeah. The, the malaria treatment seems to be working and, <clears throat> and several countries, including our own, say that they feel like they may have a vaccine September, October range if they can get clearances. So, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's, so there's, there's, there's light, hope. but it's, it's still a little bit distance, right? It is. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, um, but, but we're, we're doing good as far as trying to keep everybody, you know, even in the household, just, just on the down low, um, trying to get <laughs> right. out and, and do, do a little walking here and there. I walked the dog and have, was out with the kids yesterday to do a, just a walker about a mile for around the subdivision and, and things. So, um, try to stay healthy, get our exercise, try to keep up on the vitamins and stay out of harm's way as best as we can. Well, and so what we're going to do, uh, Matt, we're going to try to here for the next, this, our plan is anyway, right? And like everything that's, you know, this bug has thrown plans out the window. But uh, so today we're taping this. This is, uh, I think, the Friday the 2nd or, or 3rd or whatever. Uh, so this is, the, we're actually going to tape this and put this right out. So this is kind of going to be the 1st of April, um, the new 30-day quarantine, I suppose. So we're going to do a little touch base here on a few things that have been going on. And we're going to try to do these every two weeks and just kind of, you know, do a kind of a state of things and update them uh, as best we can. And, and we know we, we're inundated with, you know, COVID news, but we're going to obviously try to do what we do normally on the podcast. And that's relate that to, you know, financial planning, retirement planning, thinking about things, because like it or not, folks, I mean, you know, we can't just sit on our hands and do nothing. I mean, like literally that's physically what it feels like we're doing as well right now. Like we're just sitting on our hands, not touching our face, not going outside, not touching doorknobs, you know, so on and so forth. But we can actually still be proactive instead of reactive and try to plan for some things because we will get out the other side of this. And there's a lot of things that you may uh, that aren't pleasant that we need to talk about and address those and things that can be pleasant that we also want to address those. And so proper planning has never, never been more important than it is now, especially with so many things and rules changing. So let's let's shift right into that, Matt, and talk about a few of those real quick. Uh, and then we'll get into some of the things like estate planning and whatnot. But the CARES Act, let's touch on a few pieces of this. Obviously, that got passed and there's some data out there. A couple of highlighted points for uh, our listening audience, which is primarily retirees and pre-retirees. Uh, there's some things to definitely pay attention, talk to your advisor about, like the fact that RMDs have been waived for the remainder of 2020, right? Yes, they have. Um, that's so a good thing. The, that is a good thing. Um it can be a good thing for folks. Um, yeah, the RMD, the required minimum distribution, when you reach age, used to be 70 and a half. 
And now it's, um, if you turn 70 and a half in 2020, thanks to the SECURE Act signed in 19, the uh, RMD age moved back to age 72. So you don't have to begin pulling money out of your IRAs or other retirement accounts until you're 72. But um, also now with the uh, impact of the coronavirus this year in 2020, the president just signed the bill into law that would now allow you to, in essence, not take a required minimum distribution this year. So even if you're already taking required distributions, um, you don't have to take that money out of your account. Now, why, why would that be a big factor? I think the big impact, is, especially on the front of the year this year, is the fact that the market has gone down and dropped at the news of the virus, like um, between 20 to 30%. So with that big impact, depending on what day you're looking at the market prices, right. um, your, your retirement account could be significantly down. If you don't need that money and you just take out the required minimum amount every year, which I have a lot of clients that do that, they don't necessarily need to take the money, but they do it because they have to, or they'll get a penalty. Um, the government's waived that. So you don't have to take now in 2020 a required minimum distribution at all. Um, so that's a that's a little break on our retirement accounts or taking out money while the market's down. And that makes sense for people. Um, that'll allow their money to continue to stay deferred and build back up. Yeah. Okay. And so that's one option, right? And again, so Matt, some of the things I wanted to mention when we bring some of these things up today, uh, if you didn't know about them or you were thinking about, you know, doing something with this, please, you want you want to make sure that they're, you're checking with your advisor before you, you implement any of this stuff or take any action. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, you know, having a plan now more than ever is super important. And a lot of advisors like yourself, you know, are still able to work. You know, I know that, you know, everybody's in a stay at home. There's a, you know, stay safe effect and we're all staying at home and all that kind of stuff. But virtually, and we've all, we're all seeing this on the news too. You're still helping clients, right, Matt? You're doing phone calls, you're doing virtual meetings, you know, things can still get done. We are. Yep. Um, actually just, um, uh, we're doing some of that virtually. Um, I've been in the office, but we have limited sure. uh, client meetings, uh, during this time at the recommendation of the government. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. We're still considered, financial services is still considered a critical and essential service. And so we are here for you. Um, we've been doing a lot of processing service work, especially during this time. People are trying to get their contributions made to their IRAs. A lot of people are still filing taxes by the April 15th deadline. But again, with this with this signature of the act, we, you, you do have this year in 2020, the ability to um, wait until July 15th yeah. now to file your income tax for 2019. I just talked to a guy yesterday and they are waiting to do that. You know, it makes sense. He's a business owner and for the sense of not having to pay that tax out of his pocket during this time, he's going to defer and wait till the, the deadline of July 15th. So it might work out better for you to do that. And uh, financially, I think that's what they're just trying to do is ease the stress, um, not force people to necessarily, you know, especially businesses during this time and not, not have to get rid of that cash, but leave it on hand. Uh, maybe that's helping you make payroll. Uh, maybe that's helping keep food on the table for your employees, families. So that's a good right, thing. Right. And yeah. And there's, so there's a ways, you know, there's ways to plan and there's ways to work with your advisor. There's ways to, you know, get a second opinion or talk to somebody or whatever the case might be uh, about some of these things that are going on. So let's mention a few other kind of quick points. You know, if, you know, the stimulus checks, we've saw that that's going to be coming out. Uh, you mentioned the taxes, obviously, for the small business side of things, they're they're looking at 
uh, a lot of different options. There's, you know, there's definitely some aid out there for whether you're a business owner or whether you are an individual. Um, you know, obviously, what is it, seventy five thousand per person or less? If that's what you make, you'll get twelve hundred bucks. You know, and that's going to phase down the more that you make. I think it's five hundred per kid. Uh, so there's some of that in there, and also some people are thinking about saying, well, I, I might have to tap into my 401k or my IRA. Well, they've waived the um, 59 and a half uh, penalty as well. So that 10% penalty is waived, but it is still taxable, correct, Matt? That's correct. Um, yep. The penalty is waived on use of the retirement funds. If you're taken out and you would normally incur an early withdrawal penalty, or if you were under 59 and a half and you need to access your retirement accounts, you can get up to $100,000 for a coronavirus related purpose. So, okay. and you can do that and the 10% penalty is waived. Now, keep in mind, if you, in, if this is your standard 401k, let's say, and you took a tax deduction when you put that money in, it is still taxable when you take the money out. So the money you take out is taxable at whatever your tax rate is, um, just the penalty is waived. And you also, the other caveat or the other nice thing about this is withdrawals are still taxed, but there's, the taxes are spread over the next three years. So you have a three-year period to also if you take money out now, you need access to some immediate cash. You can also put the money back in. Um, you have a three-year period to roll it back over into back into the plan, and um, so that you don't have to pay that tax on it. So, yeah, um, there's a lot of flexibility right now with this. And yeah. um, just the biggest thing I always make sure to tell people is, you want to make sure you have legitimate, documentable, and verifiable. Um, excuse for why you're taking the money out. I'm not yes. sure what the IRS forms are going to look like next year when when the taxable invoice comes from the retirement plan sponsor, but um, you're going to need to document that it was a coronavirus-related emergency that you had to pull the money out. Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because I imagine, you know, people are going to say, you know, it's like, okay, look, document things, keep good records right now because, you know, who knows how this is going to shake out later on, especially when it comes to bureaucracy. We know how things can get wonky sometimes. But you can you can hear a lot of people out there saying, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to write on everything COVID. <laughs> and leave me alone. That's right. That's uh, that, right. <laughs> I was dealing with that. <laughs> uh, what yeah. else? Whatever. What else do you need to write? You know, uh, the year of the COVID. The yeah. year of the COVID. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, okay. So we covered a couple of those things. Uh, you know, what we might do is we might actually do an episode later to, and dive more into some of the SBA stuff on the on the CARES Act because there's a lot of good sure. information in there. I did want to bring up something that you and I were talking about right before we got started on the podcast, and it's not pleasant, but I do think it behooves us to share the information for people to at least start thinking, you know, like it or not, unfortunately or not, this is, a, you know, a lot of people are infected. You know, we have lost a, a fair number of folks here in the country. We have not, quote unquote, seen the um, seen the, the peak yet, I guess they're talking about. And there's things that you really might want to make sure you're addressing you know, when it comes to like a legacy or estate planning, things that maybe were on your radar to do, but you didn't get around to it. And, uh, you know, pleasant or not, right, Matt? I mean, you kind of need to really be thinking about those things because they're not even just from COVID, but anything could happen. But you still want to make sure that you've got power of attorneys in place. You've got designations correct in yep. the event something happens. Absolutely. You know, as I did mention to you earlier, this is a hot topic for me too, because we deal often with people that are in a changing situation. Sure. And um, if, you know, let's look at the, look at the facts. I mean, you could have a cough, you might have a develop a fever. So you go to the hospital. Well, the seriousness of the matter is people, if you are diagnosed, or even if you're on watch, 
they're not allowing visitors in the hospital right now. So there's a very good chance if you are an infected person and you take a, a walk into the hospital, that could be your last walk into the hospital if, if things didn't get better. And um, sad, one of the things sad, I always, right? it's sad to think that, but it is, it is at least something you have to acknowledge. Uh, yeah, it, it's the truth and it's out there and people, they're not allowing any visitors. Right. And right. Uh, so even your spouse or your closest family members cannot come and visit you because they don't want this thing to spread. Yep. To spread. And, yep. and um, so, I mean, it's, it's really a sad situation if that were to happen. So what do we do? I mean, if you're a married couple, you have uh, one of you is, is, is not feeling good and you go in. The other one stuck at home with the kids there. Um, you're obviously, and I don't mean that in a negative way, just like you're going to be home with taking care of the children. And if spouse A doesn't come back, or let's say you're on, on quarantine for 14 days at the hospital, I mean, how are you going to pay the bills? How are you going to get access to the retirement accounts that are in spouse A's name? It's with a legal power of attorney. So when clients come in and see us, even for the very first time, it's always something I ask about. Do you have power of attorney? Because that's the most important document you're going to sign for use while you're alive. The power that somebody could have to make decisions for you in your incapacity. Um, secondly is the medical power. I mean, there's a good chance, you know, we're going to have to make a decision for somebody else in our lifetime if you're if you know people, uh, you may be designated as a medical power of attorney for someone. So having that medical power gives you the ability to make the medical decisions to keep someone alive, let's say, or to medicate them if they can't make that decision for themselves. So uh, those documents are super important. Those are the the ones you need when you're alive. And then you have to have a will um, basically to say who gets what if I die. So the other thing in, and on financial accounts, that comes down to a, having a beneficiary designated on your accounts. And, and that's something that is very important to us. Um, when we meet with clients, we review those things to make sure, hey, something maybe have changed or maybe I want to add somebody or maybe I want to take somebody off. So if you've been through any kind of situation, now is a good time. You've got a month off basically of the normal routine. Take out your powers of attorney. Take out your will. Just do a, do a review yourself. Read what's in there. And who's in line to manage your your property mm-hmm. or your estate if something happens to you? Because as we said, and as we're seeing, people just, you know, take a, ho- a trip to the hospital and some of them are not coming back. So, I mean, um, the seriousness is that this is a good time to get those things in order um, just in case and not to scare you, but um, just to make you aware. Well, you know, and yeah, I guess it's the same concept about planning, right? I mean, <laughs> who would have thought right now that we're having to strategically plan going to the store? You know what I mean? But you, you find that you were doing <laughs> right. that, right? You're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to divide and conquer. You know, uh, we're going to leave, you know, the kids are old enough to leave at home. We're going to leave the kids at home. When you're going to go to this store and I'm going to go to this store and we're going to go on the great TP hunt, you know, or whatever, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> that's right. Uh, and you're strategizing. So strategize for your, your wealth, for your retirement for your uh, legacy planning or just the contingency that, you know, things could go awry uh, and have gone awry, obviously, in the world. And so I think it's, again, it's not a fun thing to have to bring up, folks, but I mean, we wouldn't be doing, you know, a service to our, you know, listener base and Matt's listener and Matt's client base if we didn't talk about these things because it is, unfortunately, part of the new paradigm, part of the new life that we are, are being forced to look at. And while we, you know, we know that legacy planning and beneficiary designations is part of everything anyway because we all know we're going to pass away at some point, um, this has just brought a hopefully a, you know, refocus on things that you should be thinking about. Income planning, you know, budgeting, all those things 
there's so much that this has affected. I would imagine, Matt, that it's going to change how you how you're working with clients now and into the future as well. It really does. I mean, it opens your eyes to things, um, and um, certainly we've we've become a little more, even a little more tech savvy than we already were. But um, I'm not saying that we had our, we don't have. <laughs> We're we're not to where I would love to be naturally, but technology is one of those things that is a progressive thing where you you start to understand. And we're trying to reach out. We're trying to be available to you. So that's why we do the podcast. We have um, um, you're able to contact us through our website, um, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. You can call our office anytime, and um, you can normally get through to us. If you don't, just leave a, a quick message. But right. we are we are monitoring. We're maintaining those things, and you know. We are trying to be trying to be available to yeah. you, and working with clients is has become a little. I, I like it. Um, I like I like working <laughs> there, electronically there because I've got right? clients in other areas too. So yeah, yeah. just recently, I mean, we can use a Zoom call or yep. uh, Skype. I use Skype with some clients where we can I can see you, you can see me, even though we're not in the same room um, through the use of our internet and cameras on the laptop. It's a nice thing. Also, you've got. Your FaceTime, you know, I know this is fun with the kids and seeing grandparents and a lot of you do that. Um, you FaceTime your family that you can't physically be present with. So just kind of as a wrap up to that idea, you know, there's a virus out there. And, and like I said, we just they still don't have full control on it. But instead of spreading the virus, um, take the uh, CDC's recommendation on washing your hands and don't touch your face and all that right. fun stuff. But instead of spreading the virus, here's what I want to encourage you to do. Spread hope. Spread hope to somebody today. So you just take and whether it's a text, maybe it's an email, maybe you're actually out and about doing at the grocery store and you smile at somebody. Mm-hmm. Just take a chance, take a time to encourage somebody to brighten their day. Spread hope. Maybe say a prayer for people. Um, maybe it's some quiet meditation. But do something. You know, all of us can do something. And I, I think back to our true purpose for money, you know, what's, what's the purpose for your investing? What's the purpose for everything that you have saved and invested and, and you work for? Really hammer that down and say, well, I, you know, and, and I'll share you mine, mine is love. I've shared that before. My true purpose for money is love. So I've been looking for ways to encourage people or to share with people or to spread hope. And so that's my, my goal for you for this podcast. When you get done listening as uh, do something, take an action, spread hope and uh, just continue to do what you do best. But um, just think about that. How can I brighten someone's day? How can I give them a little bit of hope for tomorrow? Right. um, That's a great message, Matt. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And I, and I think we are seeing a lot of that. And, you know, I, even, even for a lot of our listening base, you know, if you, maybe you don't have, maybe you don't have grandkids, maybe, um, you know, reach out to somebody who, who does and, and tell them, Hey, have your, have your grandkids FaceTime me, read me a story, uh, or, or things of that nature. We're seeing a lot of people doing that kind of stuff. My, uh, I've got cousins and uh, oh, actually they're my, really my wife's cousins. So they're not even related to my mother. Uh, and in some cases never even met her and they're, you know, they're having the kids cause the kids are getting bored and the kids are getting frustrated and, and needing extra things to do. And they're having them, you know, FaceTime or, or on Facebook messenger or whatever. And, you know, reaching out to elderly folks who maybe live alone and reading them stories and having conversations with them. And so, you know, the one thing I guess good about this happening in this time frame is that we do have all this technology to hopefully help us get through it. You know? Yeah. Yep, exactly right. And so, you know, I think Americans are tough. They're, they'll find a way. We've been through crisis before. We'll come out of this on the other side. Um, we are, there are people that are, 
the recovery rate of this is really high. Actually, it's in the ninety percentile. And it is, I, and we I, don't close to ninety-five or ninety-eight right. percent of people recover. But that's not ever really broadcast in the news, and and so that's a, a, a ray of hope. They have uh, a concoction that is working on a hundred percent of the cases. Um, it, it wasn't. Really is. It's FDA approved for for other like malaria. Yeah, but malaria. It's the, mm-hmm. hy- the hydrochloroquine and the Z pack together. Now, see, you can say it. I can't say it. <laughs> Every time I try to say it, <laughs> I can't say it. But it's interesting you bring that up. We're here in North Carolina, as we've shared before. We're you know we we've practiced social distancing for a while. You, Matt, you and I, you know we we do the show remotely, and we have been long before this, but. At the local at the local Duke Hospital and UNC Hospital here, there's some some patients, and they were yeah they were given that, and uh, within three days typically there is a marked improvement in uh, health. And hearing somewhere between six and seven days, they're almost completely back you know to where they were. Uh, and these I've, are people that yeah, were like on their deathbed. Exactly, you know, and there, there's a lot of unfortunately there's a lot of political crap out there, <sighs> and yeah. um, there's a lot of people that don't want to even try to look at this without, you know, scientific evidence. And um, that's only going to happen when you, when you have samples of people. But I've listened to three doctors through the use of technology, through video report on this. And one of them had 40 patients and 100% cure rate. One guy in, uh, that was treating people in New York, he was a Jewish doctor, had started out with six samples. Then he had like 30 samples. Then he had treated over 399 patients successfully, a hundred percent cure rate. And then of course there's the, a couple of, you know, and I don't want to get into politics, but there's just been, there's been a lot of people that, you know, won't accept it because it's not, you know, been verified. And I said, well, <laughs> to each his own, but if I had a diagnosis that um, there was, that it was possible that I had that virus. Right. You can bet. You can bet your bottom dollar. I would do what's what's proven in yeah. with no side with no side effects. I listened to this doctor uh, yesterday a video, and he's treated patients. All of his cases have recovered one hundred percent. No side effects. Uh, no heart. You know, which is the main thing. Is yes. Yeah. You know, you, you do. You have to be careful. Sure, of course. Do. But yeah, to that. But if point, you're on your death, is it? Would you exactly. like to die, or would you like to try this? New right, method? and I think that's where many people are at, and many people's families might be at. And so, yeah, it's unfortunate we are seeing some, you know, um, politicalization of some of these things. But yep. there's also it's so unprecedented. There's also a massive amount of work, you know, getting done, and it may not feel like it at times. You know, you have people say, "Oh, it doesn't seem like this stuff's as moving as much as it should be." Yep. But I mean, you have to think about it. this is a massive, massive global undertaking. And like anything, there's always going to be bad seeds and bad apples in there doing things. You've got people price gouging for some of this, you know, PPE material and, and you've got, you know, companies hoarding. And you, I mean, just look at people. People are hoarding toilet paper. You don't think companies are going to hoard some of this stuff, you know, thinking they need it for their own operations to get you know, so I mean, some of that's going to be inevitable because the world's never really gone through this. So we will yeah. get there and we are moving, you know, all things considered, it may not feel like it, but we're moving at, a, I think, a pretty good clip. I think it's at least fair to say that given the circumstances, an awful lot's being done by an awful lot of people. And of course, you know, obviously the frontline workers cannot say enough thank yous to those folks. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, we just did a post yesterday on our Facebook page, but thank you to all of you who are on the healthcare, who are on the front lines, police, fire. Um, we've had several of those police officers in the area, actually, that have been infected and probably mm-hmm. on, you know, calling on 
some of these patients that are sure. questionable. Yeah. You know, the healthcare workers, some we've had doctors and nurses and, and everybody getting, you know, getting affected, um, getting tested themselves. So our prayers go out to you and we thank you, not only them, but I mean, just people even that have to stay at the restaurant and do the takeout orders. I mean, those are still open and available Um, grocery stores. I mean, they've got the big plastic shield, but I mean, gosh, I mean, infected people go through a grocery store. If you're coughing on the shelves, I mean, the people that stock your your groceries may may be exposed to that stuff. So you got to think about that. And when you take it home, I mean, you can think of overthink this too and panic and, sure, and we exactly. don't, we don't want that to happen. Don't live in fear. As I said, try to focus and, and say, thank you, spread hope, spread optimism, because I think, you know, we all need that. Yeah. We're, we're in, we're in a society that thrives on some of the negative news and it just, I, it really bothers me. And so, so yeah, I think that's a great, I think, you know what, I think that's a great place to end the podcast. We don't normally go this long folks, but obviously there's a lot going on in the world. So (laughs) we're going to wrap it up and just say, I think that's a great place to stop. Spread positivity, Uh, stay at home, stay safe. Do not spread anything. If you are feeling ill by all means, do not go anywhere. If you're feeling any kind of ill, Uh, even if it's just winds up being the common cold, still don't go anywhere. Uh, but, uh, but you can spread positivity, you can spread hope and you can take some action for yourself. Uh, especially if you are a retiree or a pre-retiree again, what's what we do. So you want to make sure that you're thinking about some of these things. Hopefully we shared a useful nugget or two of information with you. If you've got questions, as Matt said, he is there to help. You can reach out uh, obviously things are, you know, wonky, but they'll, he'll help you in any way he can, uh, through phone calls and then virtual meetings and so on and so forth. 989-401-2949. That's 989-401-2949 to call and get an appointment on the virtual calendar or go to the website greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. And we will talk to you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe and spread hope. Absolutely. We'll see you next time, folks. Take care. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.